Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board, you're safe with us Welcome to the bandwagon He's Larry and I'm Kevin Welcome to the bandwagon Yes, who's going to SoFi? Oh. Andrew Siciliano, that's who. And well, we know this guy right here. <laughs> who are you? Who are you pointing to? I'm sorry, I'm not. I don't have you on my screen yet. Hold on. Uh, hold on. I want to see who's going. Hold on. Let's see. Where are you? Uh, oh, you, your thumbs are up. That's it. Oh, there they are. Going to yeah. SoFi. This guy right here, putting thumbs okay. right towards me. All right. Got, All right, Larry, big bragger. Who helped you get there? You, you. you. <laughs> oh, man. Who gave up space so that your mustache and you could go as your plus one? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I went out on the street corner with a sign that says, we'll work for Rams tickets. That's how I got my Rams tickets. You had nothing to do with this. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it counts. Uh, normally, we don't like to count preseason as anything uh, substantial, <laughs> but I think it counts that you're going to see a Rams game uh, for reals at SoFi Stadium. Uh, we've halfway achieved our goal to actually yes. attend a Rams game. The other half would be me eventually getting. Now, yeah. I will admit not available to go this Saturday. <laughs> I yeah, can't do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So well, the, funny, um, the funny thing too, is that I actually was lined up to potentially go last Saturday. And then uh, I got the, the COVID-19 virus that's been going around these days. Um, what's that again? It's a, it's a COVID-19. Some people have been, it's something that I don't know. I, I knew very weird. little about it. I hadn't heard much about it. Um, I, I, think you're making, I think you're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I got Doesn't sick. Sound real could, to me. It sort of here's my here's my whole thing as I'm like I also had a chance to go to uh, to spring training to I keep calling it spring training even though that's not what it's called uh, to training <laughs> camp and uh, and the the COVID got in the way of that as well and so here we are always complaining about we never get to go anywhere we never get to do anything and I had to turn down our first two golden opportunities to actually be present at some sort of Rams football event. And so my fingers are crossed. I shouldn't even be putting this energy out there. But this Saturday, I got the tickets. I'm going to be going unless that thing comes and rains on my parade that uh, that we just have come to learn to expect will happen. Yeah, something's going to fall apart. But uh, <laughs> at least this is a lot closer than either one of us have ever been to actually going. You did get the tickets? Well, to be fair, I got, I got your tickets will be emailed to you shortly. <laughs> okay. That is so, 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 all right. So that means nothing. You got an email telling you they're going to be emailed. So yes, we are still very far away. All right. That's, hey, uh, welcome to the bandwagon, everybody. This is, uh, believe it or not, a Rams fan podcast where we're attempting to be the best Rams fans that we can be yes. without apparently actually having to pay for any. <laughs> yeah. We just don't want to financially support the Rams in any way shape or form that's all that's not true look at all the gear we've been buying lately sure. it's they're getting a cut of that so uh yeah. look we we are perfect bandwagoners because uh we are more than willing to root for <laughs> for the team not that willing to make that much effort to actually get to the game but we want to we actually yeah. want to go to sofi we want to enjoy the experience and we want to be uh you know part of the collective experience uh we're certainly not the type who would buy 
season tickets to the game and then sell it to every visiting freaking opponent that wants no. to come into town, which some Rams fans are doing. And you're the worst if you're yeah. listening right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, I didn't even think about that. That is probably exactly how so many people are making their their dollars right now is selling it to the opposing fans. Cause they yeah, we need to, we need to, we need to ixnay that somehow. Yeah, we need to get those out of there. Uh, yeah. but uh, we we are fully immersed in the preseason and we uh, did our own expert analysis of game number one of the preseason already if uh, you listen to the previous episode but uh, we finally are actually going to get someone uh, any minute now who actually has the ability to take a first-hand look at what is going on with his team and give us some expert analysis now whether we actually Ask him for any of that or not. Yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> That's to be seen. he's also very fun. So we could also be very silly with him. But uh, yes, we are expecting at any moment your voice of the preseason LA Rams, Andrew Siciliano, who called Saturday's game and mm-hmm. did a beautiful job, by the way. Very yep. good at what he does. You see him on NFL Network and the Red Zone channel. And I mean, he's all over all the time everywhere yeah. if you're watching anything football andrew is uh, embedded in that and he's been l- literally embedded with the rams for the last several r- weeks and especially in what you call spring training spring training <laughs> camp yes spring training please, camp is what we'll start calling it please don't embarrass me in front of andrew please don't you say know that. I'm, you, okay, you know 100 percent. i will <laughs> i'll find some other way to embarrass you i promise you that much at least you know yeah, that's gonna happen that's and and by the way Andrew Siciliano paired up with uh, another Andrew for as part of the broadcast team with Andrew Whitworth, which I'm uh, w- uh, I'm very excited to to hear what it's like w- working with a man as large as him, a, a man as uh, wh- who I appear who I, I assume is a gentle giant, but I have many questions about about what that experience may be like. Um, and it is it, you, I am, you need to look on Andrew Siciliano's uh, socials to see the pictures of Siciliano standing next to Whitworth yeah. because it is a <laughs> It is a real uh, Danny DeVito and a Schwarzenegger in Twins uh, yeah. poster. I look. just assume that Andrew Siciliano is literally in the palm of Andrew Whitworth's hand. He's <laughs> holding him in his palm. Like, oh, this is my broadcast partner here, you know? Yeah. Um, talk about a Yeah, talk about a great duo there. Um, but yeah, I am glad that we are bringing him on for expert analysis because I think for us to put the word expert in front of analysis is just, is just for us to be doing that. We In fact, we need to maybe have a segment where we do like, what is the opposite of expert? Idiotic analysis. We we this is this is what our analysis. If if we ever tried to an, analyze football, it would be it would be an embarrassment for everyone. Dumb involved. dumb analysis. I don't dumb, know. Uh, Let's keep it simple. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I look. We we have our takes from time to time. We yeah. usually pick it up from uh, other places where we hear other people who know more than we do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I just looked up the opposite of expert and that would be inexpert. So okay. Makes- <laughs> well, duh. Yeah. The inexpert analysis. That's catchy. That's very clever. Yeah. The other, <laughs> the other word they, uh, they use is, uh, amateur or incompetent. So <laughs> okay, I think incompetent is definitely where we need to go in- yeah, right. incompetent analysis with Larry and Kevin. That is maybe that's oh. what we need to do after every, after every game, that's they it's, need to change the name of the podcast for that matter. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well, it's Rams Raiders this mm -hmm. coming Saturday. That is the game you will actually physically probably maybe be attending uh, exactly. at SoFi Stadium. Yes. And uh, you had said earlier that the Rams were actually practicing with uh, like in the same space as the Rams these days. Is that true? I, I think what they do for these preseason games, and this is this is my inexpert analysis, this is my incompetent analysis, uh, that I think what they do is they get together with the team beforehand and they have they have uh, combined practices. They do um they they spend the week together maybe to cut down on travel, maybe just maybe for the Raiders to get out of the intense heat of Vegas, they come and they they hang out in LA for a week and they do scrimmages and practicing. In fact, if you remember, I'm sure I'm sure Aaron Donald doesn't like me bringing this up, but when Aaron Donald had that helmet swinging incident during preseason last year, that was with the Bengals who they were playing in preseason, I believe. Oh, right. And they, that, yeah. And they were they had been spending the week together practicing, and that's why they got in the scuffle. Um, so yeah, so the Raiders apparently are in town right now, um, and uh, and they do that. They so it's kind of funny because like when I'll be at the game on Saturday, fingers crossed, all things all things going well, um, we'll be seeing a dressed up version of these teams on the field. They'll be in their full uniforms. It, it won't be it won't be the starters, but they'll essentially have had a week of doing running these scrimmages and right, playing against each other. They're going to know all each other's moves, um, and uh, I mean we can. We can certainly talk more about that. We our guest is 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 looking like he's showing up. I just got a little pop. There's his face. Yep. So um going on, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Andrew. So good Andrew. Thank goodness you're here because we were running out of anything to talk about. We uh we <laughs> have well, I guess uh the first thing we need to warn you is that Welcome to the Bandwagon is uh, designed as a Rams fan podcast, which means okay. that Kevin and I are fans. We don't know that much about football so yeah. neither do i so oh, we're what? all on the same boat yeah you're in the right on the on the same bandwagon in fact yeah you're well, in the right a good place. thing you well, don't well, work for exactly. the nfl network or anything like that no uh, well i mean they claim i do yeah we'll <laughs> see if we can keep fooling them so my first question for you, Andrew, thank you for being here. This is actually uh, really cool because this is perfect timing because uh, we are doing everything we can. And I would imagine you don't have to commit to this, but I would imagine you are also having the same issue in trying to feign interest in the preseason <laughs> for a little while. Um, what, 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 what if I told you that no, I, 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 that's not how I feel. Like, I think this is, I think oh. this is, and I'm not Here's just selling take. the ABC seven broadcast. No, I mean, <laughs> dead serious here. Whit and I talked about this a lot on Saturday. This is the most interesting Rams preseason since 2017. Because, because there are players playing on Saturday. And this past Saturday was the case that are legitimately going to be contributing on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays this coming season, unlike in years past. In 2017, John McVay's first year here, obviously new system, new everything. Um, he played everybody in the preseason. Jared Goff included all the starters, at least for a little bit. Andrew Whitworth played in the preseason. Remember, chased down Melvin Ingram at the Coliseum when the Chargers uh, um, then felt linebacker had a scoop and a score. Since then, nobody has played. Nobody has played in the preseason. If you're going to be a contributor in the regular season, you are put in bubble wrap by Sean McVay in the preseason. This yeah. past Saturday, you had legitimate starters, especially 
on the defensive side of the ball because other than Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones, Jordan Fuller, um, and I guess maybe Kobe Durant and Dorian Kendrick, every job is up for grabs. We always start the preseason broadcast. I will turn to Witt or I'll turn to to Witt. I'm sorry, to Mina Kimes or in years past to Marshall Falk or, yeah. or whomever and say, there are jobs on the line. And there really weren't. There were no <laughs> yeah. jobs on the line yeah. at all. Maybe one. Maybe yeah. one. Uh, this year, absolutely different. Well, and so I guess you could say, well, there weren't necessarily the stars out that there is a whole lot more at stake that I, I don't think we really had that perspective. And it just, again, goes to show you how little we know about uh, the actual X's and O's of the games, Andrew. Um, having said that, uh, there were some very interesting moments. We've only seen one game and you've obviously been part of a training camp. So you've gotten to see a little bit more of the buildup to this. My biggest question is, how fun will it be to be able to say Puka Nakua as often as possible? Yes. I, I, yes. I love it. I love that he scored, and I love that all that hard work um, paid off in a game, and, and people got to see it so far, and they're going to see it a lot. What we've all been seeing in training camp, uh, Sean McVay, at least on the offensive side of the ball, um, we've seen rookies – look good in training camp. And then once the regular season begins, they maybe don't contribute as much as the hype in August suggested they would. This guy is going to play and he's wearing Robert Woods old 17. And I know it's kind of, you know, we, we always love to, to, to make these comparisons and jump to conclusions, but uh, even Cooper cup kind of sees it too. We had that conversation on Saturday before the game. Um, and actually, there's the the silver lining of, of Cooper's hamstring injury is he has all this free time now to coach Puka on the side. Um, wow. he, he's he's kind of got a veteran savvy to him, not only with route running, but uh, in the run game as well. I'm not saying you need to go draft him in the first round on your fantasy team and start him because that wouldn't be too wise. But he is going to have a legit role in this offense. Yeah, I, well, you mentioned Cooper Cup, and obviously every time Cooper does something amazing, we get the Coop. And I'm just, you know, how many how many games in are we getting the are we going to get the Puka chant? I mean, can you imagine? It's gonna be it's gonna be constant roaring in that place. Uh, hey, anything to make SoFi uh, um, uh, louder, right? I can barely hear myself yeah. think when I'm in there with uh, with Sam Lagana doing his job. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to get a chance to hear that a lot. You're going to get a chance, I would assume. I don't mean he's getting in the end zone, but he's yeah. going to play week one in Seattle, definitely. And week two, certainly, you know, um, against the 49ers at home. So, Andrew, uh, from your perspective, again, uh, from training cramp, uh, <laughs> training cramp, I've had one of those. I've, I've uh, had those too, yeah. We, we all have. We've all experienced <laughs> that uh, up until this first game. There. There seemed the general consensus is that some real holes to fill on the defense and um, some, you know, some some nice moments, but some questionable moments. Uh, And again, preseason games, you never know who you're playing and how that's going to play out in the season. How how is what are those defensive holes looking like to you? And and is there is there anyone who's going to step up and fill those roles? They they can't give up 200 yards a game on the ground, which was a, a bad start on Saturday. That said, if this has been a regular season game, I'd be stunned if Kellen Moore ran the ball as much as they did. Granted, they, they couldn't stop it. Uh, I would say the biggest run defense is going to be an issue. 
um, and the edge guys. So the, the stand-up outside linebackers and the 3-4 are a massive issue. Dante Fowler and Leonard Floyd are not walking through that door. And so they, they drafted three young guys. Byron Young right now is listed as a starter number zero out of Tennessee. Nick Hampton played as well. He's 31 from App State. And then O'Shane Mathis um, is not yet ready. Um, he was a former TCU guy transferred to Nebraska. But they drafted three of those guys, and one of them needs to and has to hit. Now, Byron Young got to the quarterback. He also had a face mask and went uncalled. But, hey, he got there. Uh, actually, no, I take it back. It was called. Um, Michael Hoyt, number 97. Um, who made the team a couple of years ago as an undrafted rookie and has has really been a nice contributing player on the defensive line as a defensive tackle, made the switch last year to stand up outside linebacker, edge as we call it, in a 3-4 midseason kind of the Kansas City game. He had never played the position in his life. He had to play it because of necessity with injuries with Floyd out. He slimmed down to the offseason when they told him he's going to go there full time. He is your most experienced player at the position. Wow. He's been playing it since last November. <laughs> so yeah. That, that tells you that, you know, there is room to grow, but there are opportunities here for the guys that they drafted. They drafted 14 players. Mm-hmm. All right. There's Puga Nakua, there's Stetson Bennett, there's Steve Avila. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a punter, Ethan Evans. I'm trying to, I mean, the majority of those 14 were defensive players. Uh, they need to find D linemen and, and edge rushers. And I don't know that they are going to be, uh, well, there is no money for a veteran right now. That doesn't mean they can't claim some guys when the final cut down around the league gets down to 53 in two weeks. I'm sure they will. But uh, that that is, listen, they, they may give up some points this year, but they also firmly do believe that offensively, if they can find the right five up front and, and Matthew Stafford can be kept upright, that they are going to get back to being a, a fairly efficient and, and certainly better offense than last year. Yeah, that'll certainly give him a better shot. Um, one of those guys up front, uh, Steve Avila, you mentioned. He was mm-hmm. our highest draft pick this year. I mean, look, again, we, we sort of mentioned that. F- football aside, he looks like an amazing football player. That man seems like the happiest young man I've ever yeah. seen. He just seems like it's a jolly giant. That. Yeah, he is. That's a great way to describe him. I may feel that on Saturday. Um, All right. <laughs> I, I interviewed him on NFL Network uh, about a month before the draft. Uh-huh. Um, we, on my show NFL now on the network, we get, we get so many, our booking team does a great job. So many of these uh, soon to be draftees on the show, anywhere from first round picks to, I mean, to some guys that end up not getting drafted, but you know, uh, w- runs the gamut. Steve Avila was, I'd say top two, three favorite interviews. Wow. He, as you said, Kevin, he always has a smile on his face and it isn't just an act. Um, mm-hmm. He's smiling, he's laughing, he's joking. Um, he's just got a great air to him. And also, he didn't give up a sack the last two years either playing left guard for TCU. So he happens to be a really good football player. Um, and I, I don't want to say anything is set in stone, but he seems to be, at least for now, locked in at left guard. That's great. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm always one for when you see a positive presence on a field, it's, sure. it just goes such a long way. And so, so when I, when I first saw him get drafted and I started seeing him pop up on social media more, I was like, this is the kind of thing that can go a long way for just building camaraderie and building that X factor. If you want to find a funny video, um, anyone watching, uh, go find Jeff Schwartz, G E O F F, uh, LA native Palisades, uh, Jeff, former giants and Panthers offensive lineman did some work for Fox in which he interviewed offensive line prospects before the draft. And he and uh, Steve Avila, Esteban, by the way, his real name, have a, uh, have a great back and forth, as o- only two old linemen can have, about what to do after getting taped up pregame and you're ready for the game and, and you've got to use the bathroom. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is right up and our alley. It yeah. is. It's. It's. I don't know that I could repeat the whole conversation word for word and do it justice, nor say it on television. But it's. It's good viewing if you could find it. Oh. I. It's funny. I literally just Google it, and I can see the thumbnail for it, and they show a little bit of action when you hover over it, and all it is is cracking up. All I see is yeah, the two of them all, just well, laughing. Jeff, hysterically. Jeff's hysterical too. Yeah, absolutely hysterical. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Andrew, uh, we we so appreciate you coming on. We don't want to keep you too long because you got this is. I mean, I don't know. You're always busy. What, what's I mean, going on back there? Hold on. This is always happens. It's not just my dog trying to get comfy. It's my dog in a giant purple cone. So if it looked like there was a lamp attacking my pillows, that's that's why it looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> This is the I jankiest podcast uh, on record, Andrew. Raven, really. Raven's colors on the dog surgery collar there. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, it's a, there's a guys, whole there's always infighting going on. I, I'm sorry, I was late. I was watching the uh, the Raiders game, prepping for Saturday on on oh. my iPad here. Very nice. Um, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Hold on, on my on my like soft surface. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> NFL sponsor, and um, yeah, and I was like, oh boy, it's 204. So. Since no worries. Uh, look, we we are just so appreciative you took the time. We we might try and buggy again during the season. Although I know I don't know if this is busier or later in the season is busier. You've got between what Red Zone and and NFL Network, and you're calling these preseason games. Uh, it's it's Saturday six o'clock right on ABC Seven. Exactly, for uh, Larry. We for the locals uh, five thirty uh, pre with uh, Rob and Roland Williams. Uh, Nelly a Super Bowl winner, but a Syracuse legend as well, my alma mater. Um, and then we we play the late, our third game is uh, 5 o'clock Pacific next Saturday in Denver after a couple of days of uh, joint practice there. But to answer your question, we'll do it again sometime, definitely. I mean, Larry, uh, this this beats, you know, bumping into each other in the hallway uh, across from a Pollo Loco. In, uh, <laughs> Years in, ago, in Andrew and I... <laughs> yeah, Andrew and I would bump into each other uh, in the hallway at our old job, and uh, uh, somehow he actually remembered who I was. So uh, that Pollo Loco is still there. Oh um, yes, I have revisited that. I have great, I have fond memories of having, uh, uh, you know, sobbing into my uh, my tacos. Oh my god! <laughs> is that liquor store still there where they made up the prices? Oh yeah! Oh absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that was that that was a that that was the wild west in that store. That was so totally they, nothing was mar- nothing had a price. Yeah. Nothing. And, and I really? mean from from booze to water to gum, you name it. Yeah. Nothing had a price and you would throw it on the counter and the kid behind the counter would just name a number. Yeah. Eh, they, 299. 
They just eyeball you, see what yeah. kind of clothes you wear, what kind of yeah. watch you had. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at SoFi this weekend for the game. And do you think maybe they'll have that same deal at the at the concessions uh, during the game? Is there any chance of that, you think? That that, that was long before Apple Pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Highly yeah, doubt right. it. Well, Andrew, we are, uh, you don't know this, but we are the perennial uh, Pollyannas of podcasts. We uh, keep a positive attitude here. It's so nice to hear no. you say, at the very least, that you feel like uh, everybody's staying healthy, that the Rams will have an improved offense and uh, thereby record Absolutely. perhaps this year. Yeah. And the offense is going to be better. The question is, how can they stop people? And, and that is the challenge to figure out between now. And September 10th. All right. So the last thing I'm going to ask you to do is uh, give, uh, once this catches on, I just need you, you're calling a game. Mm -hmm. Uh, He catches, uh, makes a spectacular catch in the end zone. I want to hear your best Puka call when he makes that spectacular catch. Yeah. Okay. I I will. Get yourself in the moment. uh, Oh, you want it now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> now, how about this? I'll, I'll, I'll roll it out on Saturday. Okay. Oh, just for us. Okay. All right. Yeah. A little something and, to listen to. Listen it's for a it. shame. It's a shame that Puna Ford no longer plays for the Seahawks because <laughs> then on week one, you could have Puna tackling Puka. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Puna on Puka. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Oh, such a shame. It. All right. <laughs> Opportunity Deal. missed. Andrew Siciliano, uh, don't follow him on, on what they call X now because he hasn't posted since 2020, but he is <laughs> That's not on true. I posted. I posted an hour ago. What on, <laughs> on the on the social media formerly known as Twitter? Unless it's unless you looked up the the wrong Andrew Siciliano there. Well, that's the one with the <laughs> it's, it's the one with the blue check mark. But that doesn't mean anything these days. It's the Wild West. Yeah, right. the thing never works. But anyway. Yeah, well, he's yeah. out there, and there's all We're sorts here. of great uh, uh, training camp stuff that you did, and uh, mostly it's uh, other people, generally players, towering over you. That's most of the pictures on there. <laughs> I'm actually standing up in this shot right here. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you're the best, Andrew. It is so great to catch up with you and, and, and talk Rams, and I do hope we get the chance to do it again. We will be watching and listening uh, this Saturday and next Saturday and keeping an eye on you on all your jobs all over the place throughout the season so thank you for your time my friend gentlemen it's been fun we'll do it again all right thank you andrew yep appreciate you all right hey we did it not only okay we're on a roll here now unless all of our equipment failed and none of that got recorded (laughs) which is very much our luck the fact that you are very quite possibly going to see a game this saturday Yep. Um, that we got somebody as knowledgeable and cool and funny yep. is that, I mean, he re he really should be doing this podcast, right? I mean, we yeah, have the should, wrong guy. Yeah. We should probably be replacing you any day now, Larry. You're right. Wait, yeah. That's no, 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 that wasn't, that, that, <laughs> that was not where, where I was intended. going with that. I went the other way. Okay. Um, well, the other fun thing is that there are a few bandwagon things to listen out to. If you're, if you're going to be, uh, watching the game on Saturday, you might hear absolutely. a jolly, jolly giant reference that was, that was given to him by one Kevin Schatz of the welcome yeah. to the bandwagon podcast. He, he did admit that's a great way to refer to him. So yep. if we hear that, we know where he picked that up. And, uh, oh, come on. Let's get the, let's get the ball to Puka. Yep. The Puka because challenge has been has been thrown hear, down. We yeah. want to hear the signature call that Andrew will create at yep. the game 
this Saturday versus the Raiders. So uh, uh, you got to be checking that out this week. I have no doubt that a, a puka will catch on regardless, but how cool will it be if Andrew Siciliano calling it this Saturday because of our, because of our little push to him is, is the thing that, well, I mean, we're going to say this regardless. Let's, let's the, be honest. Yeah, we're the puka, we started it regardless. The puka push. The Puka Push, uh, is, yes. Is what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, exactly. uh, go go follow Andrew Siciliano on uh, whatever socials that y- you can find that actually looks like him because uh, clearly I'm, ha- I'm struggling. <laughs> but I know he's on Instagram and he's on the X and uh, a bunch of other things. Uh, and watch him on Red Zone Channel, on uh, NFL Network. He's, I mean, he's all over the place and he's going to be calling these preseason games. And he's a good, good dude. And uh, we were so fortunate to have him. Um, I, I and I think he's very nice to say he's willing to come back. There's not a chance he's coming back. No, that was it. That was it. That's we'll we'll, right. we'll track him down at the El Pollo Loco. That's the next time we'll ever see him. <laughs> That's probably where the the only place we'll ever see him again. Well,